What up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 92 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Go rate, review, and punch down in that subscribe button right on your Apple Podcast app. Shouts to Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to Combo's Court, man. Today's show, Mr. Fomer Simpson and Combo Chop It Up. We had a great conversation. Glad you guys are going to get to listen in. You could find Fomey on Instagram and YouTube at Mr. Fomer Simpson. That's M-R-F-O-A-M-E-R-S-I-M-P-S-O-N. You know you could find me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Podcast, and you were the first, actually the first guy that I heard talking about the uh, 50 Greatest Rappers list, and it's crazy because I actually ended up having that dude on my podcast, so it's kind of funny how it all comes together. I felt I, I felt like he needed some light, you know what I mean? I need to let his voice be heard, even though he has his own podcast, shouts to uh, Clint from The Brew, and also the chicken sandwich thing, I still don't understand it, so you gotta you got to explain the whole thing to me. I really don't understand it. Okay, the, the, the chicken sandwich thing is... Uh... Well, first of all, it, it was uh, a, a golden marketing campaign by Popeyes, even if it was lucky, which I do think that it was. But so the first time I went to Popeyes to get the sandwich, I think it was before it had really gained real traction. I was in is it a spe- is it a special sandwich? The chicken sandwich. They also do a regular one. The regular one is ass cheeks. <laughs> the regular one has like the regular one has like mayo on it and it's kind of bland and it's kind of whatever. But the spicy one is a ten out of ten. The spicy one is crack cocaine. But five minutes in the drive through the first time I got one. The second time about ten minutes. I went for the third one, hour wait. An hour wait and people were fighting inside the Popeyes. Like right like it, it was it turned into an absolute circus. I don't think Popeyes was ready. I don't think they were prepared to fulfill the type of order that, that came their way. And now I guess they're sold out uh, nationwide, although I did see a clip of Ben Simmons with a bag full of spicy chicken sandwiches. So maybe he got the VIP treatment. Maybe I saw on Twitter there were people reselling them. That is crazy. That is crazy. Dwight Howard, man, you think he's an impact player this year? What, what, what are we doing, man? How, how, how's Dwight going to look? Nah, I'm out on Dwight, man. Uh, but he's, I out. think he had a 30-30 game last year, though. He's a monster. He's, he's definitely a monster. He's just one of those guys. I don't know him personally, obviously, but he's just one of those guys where 
I, I don't really see it coming together at this point. There's been so many injury issues. There's been the attitude issues. It, it doesn't, you know, there's now a little bit of a lack of toughness. I hate saying that about guys who play at the highest level, but, uh, yeah, I'm not really seeing it for Dwight. And, you know, maybe the opportunity, maybe the fact that he sees it as kind of like his last chance to yeah. really be an impact player, to really help a team contend for a championship. And he also he, 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 probably, he probably sees he could be out the league quick looking at the mellow situation. So maybe he's going to wake up. I mean, I, I mean 100%. And honestly, if, if it takes a left-hand turn and kind of goes that way, he is going to be out. Now, there is a little bit of a difference between him and Mello in that he's a big dude. And even though big dudes like him are becoming a little bit more and more obsolete, still he's a, he's a big dude and there just aren't a lot of big dudes. So, um, you know, whereas Mello, you know, Mello's a 6'8" scorer. It's kind of a different scenario, but, uh, you know, we'll see what he does with it. Speaking of Mello, you know, Mello and um, RJ have to go in Australia. I was watching that, um, I was watching, actually watching an interview with them, and it's, and they both kind of strike me like they're going to be okay out there. You know, my friend was telling me, you know, Mello's going to average 40. I'm like, bro, don't he's not going to average 40. Like, the top dude in that league averages 20. You know what I mean? But what's wait, 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 hold on. This might be information I don't have. Wait, where is Mello playing? No, 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 Lamelo. So I, I was changing Mello. Oh, oh, okay. Lamelo and R.J. Hansen, two high school players. You know about this, right? Uh, yeah, it, it, they're playing in first division Australia, right? Right, right, right. Okay. So I, I heard them on an interview, and I'm like, you know, I'm thinking like it's a man's league. It might be tough for them. But in the interview, Mello kind of strikes me as that he's going to take any situation well because you don't really – I feel like with the social media, you know, people say it's a curse. But his platform is so big, he's kind of used to the attention, you know what I mean? And, like, just even being on, like, even being on, like, a TV show in Australia, like, he didn't seem safe at all. He almost seemed like, yeah, I guess I'm just doing this because I have to. And I kind of like it in a way because I don't think the moment is going to hurt him, you know? I don't. I think he's going to, like, be up for it. And then R.J. Hampton, he, you could just tell he studies the game, man. Like, they were doing this, like, NBA trivia contest, like a, a certain kind of contest, like, did this guy play in the NBA or not? And he just knew everything. It was crazy. Really? I think it's, yeah, I think it's going to be pretty good for them. I, I, I think it is, too. I mean, I, I'm a fan of it personally. I'm not really I'm not really a fan of college basketball, man. Do you not like, Doug Gottlieb? <laughs> yeah, Doug Gottlieb is a bozo. <laughs> I, yo, 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 first the New York City comments. Now, yo, what a certified – I know you've had him on the podcast. Certified bozo, man. Yo, but Yo. you know what's crazy? I heard your podcast, and you didn't even mention that he was only the one of the only people that that was in favor of the Rich Paul rule. You didn't even mention that one. Oh, I see. I didn't even know about that. He's you know he's a clown cake. Like he he's just yeah. I honestly think at this point because I don't think he's a dumb guy. He's smart. He's, he's doing it on purpose. He's doing the Skip Bayless approach. Exactly, one hundred percent. And that's what we talked about on our pod. Like he's doing it for clicks. You know what I mean? Right. He's just doing it because he knows that if he has the same take as everyone else, oh, you know, we wish Andrew Luck well and blah, blah, blah. I mean, anyone who slanders New York City uh, in regards to the game of basketball, bozo. There's just too much history there. Well, you know I can see that. So, I mean, for somebody that wears a Yankee fitted every day, I mean, I expect you to have every opinion, Tommy. Oh, oh, 100%. <laughs> I, I, I tolerate zero New York City slander ever. Ever. Even down here, even down here in Florida, like yeah, no, it's it's 
uh, New York City slander will result in hands. Let me ask you a question. Can you get it? bacon, egg, and cheese out there, like, easily? Or no? Nah, nah, nah. It's just, no, no. We're, we're opening the coffee shop soon, and, and uh, bacon, egg, and cheeses will be served. So we may have the, the, the first bacon, egg, and cheese down here. And now, and then everybody's going to have one, man. Yeah. You might start the way. You might start the way. They're not going to be able to duplicate it. You have to be an actual New Yorker, though. To actually, you know what, man? You know, probably if you're not in a bodega, you probably can't duplicate it anyway. So we might have to leave it alone. It, 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 it's still on the uh, the debate table for the uh, business strategy. Man. You know, okay. every night is, is coffee, is drinking coffee hipsterish or not really? Oh, no. Nah, nah. Nah? Yeah. So let me, okay. Debate. Oh, we've got to get this straight. Because I've been having a feeling, you've been calling me a hipster every episode. I feel like you're putting your hipster. Yo, yo, it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know who's a bigger hipster, my brother or you. Yeah, right. Come on, man. Yo, 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 listen, listen. Yeah, my man is out here with the the green shakes. You know, he's out here with the little shorts. You know, you, you're you're looking very wait wait. It's first of all, you've been wearing. I seen you working out at uh, and with the uh, ten toes down guy. He got little shorts all day, and he gave you a <laughs> pair too. So don't say that you're not wearing the little shorts either. But can you just what are the things that make somebody hipster? I really want to know because I think you're projecting your hipsterness on me. I really believe oh, it, man. It's every, it's every, hey. it's every foamy and combo episode now. No, your your dietary choices very hipsterish, very hipsterish. Um, what did I see you doing the other day? I can't, I, I'd have to pull your Instagram up. <laughs> I saw you on Instagram the other day, and I'm like, man, this guy is like a scooter away from being just full-blown hipster. It's like it's uh, in the fanny pack or the backyard in the back, one of them. Un- unbelievable. You know what I mean? And it's, you know, maybe Papa Combo, maybe being a dad now, you know, maybe it just, I feel like when you have a kid, you instantly inherit some dad-like um, characteristics, and right. uh, it's just the way that nature intended it. And the dad and hipster line, like they're next door neighbors, like that's a that's a pretty thin line. And so right now you're kind of tiptoeing back and forth between Papa Combo and hipster Combo. And, you know, it is what it is. Right. So in Brooklyn, there's like a bunch of hipsters. Is that like you're like, and that's even before their dad. So they're like almost making like the dad choices before their dad's out there in Williamsburg. Oh, oh, exactly. I mean, I mean the, the the denim and sneaker choices in in, in Brooklyn are are very daddish. All right, give me the give me the number one hipster thing somebody could do. The number one. Oh man, uh, the number one hipster thing. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, vape. Uh, uh, eat, a, <laughs> if, eat an acai bowl. Roll your jeans up. Uh, you know, wear a wear a wool beanie in the summer. Um, have a handlebar mustache. Uh, Got you. Yeah, suspenders. I mean, you know. Oh, that, uh, well, that's different level. I'm, I'm not going there for me. I'm not going there. No, 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 no. You 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 keep it you keep it more nutritional and okay. a, a little less stylistically, but nonetheless, the the, the hipster energy is still there. Did you get a chance to watch the Dave Chappelle special, the new one? Yo, you know what is crazy? I um, This is going to be real low level right now, but I haven't been able to log into my Netflix. 
And so I'm like, yo, I actually hit my brother up yesterday and was like, yo, what's the Netflix login? For those that don't know, Foamy basically puts out a mini movie documentary every day on YouTube, and then he can't log into Netflix. Very interesting. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> what kind of world are we living in here? But um, if I have not been able to – I'm probably going to watch it tonight, to be honest with you. I've, I've seen some people love it, some people hate it. I, I think that comedy is in such a weird – Based right now, right? Because comedy has always been based on being able to make fun of things. And in 2019, you can't make fun of anything. Now, I, I gotta, I gotta watch the special before I comment on it. But I know he's pretty aggressive with with, with the way he makes fun of things, and it's not very subtle. You know, there's there, there's not. Uh, much nuance to it. It's just pretty much like in your face. But Dave Chappelle is one of my all-time favorite comedians, you know. So I think that um, I don't know. I, I don't want to comment on it before I watch it. But have you seen it? And, and if so, you know, what what's Pombo's thoughts? Basically, it's crazy that that was your thoughts because he basically knows how to, you know, it's a very sensitive era, of course. But he basically knows how to toe that line where it's still funny and there's not too much shock, you know what I mean? But he's saying things that are kind of shockful, you know? But yeah, he does it in a way where it's not offending anybody, but, but it looked like people were offended. Yeah, I could definitely see why people would be offended, but come on, man, you got to get over it. Like, it's fun, yeah. it's jokes. Like, this is this is why we're watching, you know? I know, but, you know, it's just, it's, we're, we're, we're in that era right now, we're in that, that time where, you know, very few things can you make fun of. And then, of course, you know, if you're really going at, um, you know, uh, gay people or, or, or you're really going at a certain race or, you know, of course, a black comedian is always going to be able to, uh, you know, talk about black people, whereas a white comedian couldn't do that or it wouldn't be received well, I wouldn't think. Um even though, you know, you had, uh, I think it was an old clip, but Louis C.K. was, was dropped in the N-word. And, and yeah, he did. On, like, yeah, but, I mean, he's, 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 he's been a bozo, though. You know, so it, it, it's just tough, man, you know. And sometimes I'm like, man, you know, people are so sensitive. Then other times I'm like, man, you know, it's not, I don't know what it's like to be part of the gay community. And so, it, you know, do I really have the right? to say, oh, they shouldn't be offended or whatever the case is. All I know is I grew up on Dave Chappelle. I always thought his skits were hilarious. And I just think that comedians in general, it's it, it, it's tough for them because no matter what they say, there's going to be people who are, like, absolutely outraged. So, uh, I, you know, I, I thought his first – he did two specials, what? Like, uh, when did he do those specials? Like, I think like, it was 17 or 18. Yeah, and they were a little. They were. A little, they had that same type of energy. I think. I thought. I they think he turned it up a little bit. Yeah. I think he turned it up a little bit this one. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, that was like right. I mean, that was pretty. You know, that one was pretty uh, problematic as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna watch it and, and, and I'm gonna see what's what. Uh, you know, I, I think he's on the Mount Rushmore of, of comedians, and people have structured the whole. You know. You could listen to my first album and tell where a lot of dudes got their whole style from. I mean, that's that Dave Chappelle is, has pretty much been that for 
comedy. I, I mean, like, you look at Key and Peele, and you look at the way people do skits, and, and I mean, that, that's Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle fathered all of that. Right. He's basically, uh, in the special, spoke to the cancel culture. I don't even know if he called it the cancel culture, but he spoke to the fact that, like, it's really hard to be a celebrity now because they could just... They could just dig something out from ten years ago and tell it for you. No, I know. I mean, they, and and that's why I don't I don't like cancel culture. I I, I do think there's situations like I don't fuck with R. Kelly anymore, man. Yeah, he's done. We talked about this. We, we actually spoke about this before, man. Yeah, he's done. We, we did. You know, I mean, like taking one tweet from someone. Of course, it depends what the tweet is, but taking one tweet from someone and canceling their entire career, like it's so weird because people who aren't famous or aren't celebrities have that same from 10 years ago, but no one is going to go get them fired from their AT&T job for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, no right. Is, like your friends aren't going to all say, oh, no, you know what? We're not hanging out. You know, we're not hanging out with Tommy on, on Friday because, uh, you know, we saw a Facebook status from 08. And, you know, it, it, so I think most of it is corny. Some of it is warranted. But I think that we're just in this time on social media, man, where it's like this mob mentality. And it's like, yo, anybody says anything, like, okay, everyone over here is offended, and, and we're just going to, you know, run them out of town, so to speak. And it's just most of it's corny. But, uh, you know, I think in, in some cases, you know, it's warranted, but mostly not. Yeah, I don't want to speak for you, but I think, in our, like me and you, I think if they went all the way back, they could dig up. Whatever they want, we always been official, man. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I, I mean, that's another thing too, right? Like, if you don't want to get canceled, like, don't be a scumbag. You yeah, I mean, that's what I'm good. saying. Like, I think anybody could go backlog forever. Facebook, on my MySpace, on my wherever you know what yeah. I mean. They would never find anything. That, that's true too. And you know, me and you also are like, you know, from a time and 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 from a a, a city or or an area that, that didn't really. Uh, you know, allow certain behavior. Like, you'll, right, ever, right. Find, you'll right. ever find a tweet or a Facebook status or anything from me using the N-word. Well, like, you just... Nah, you, I would never even say it. Ever. Never. But, but, like, yeah. like, I don't even... If, if I'm singing along to a Jay-Z song or rapping along to a Jay-Z song, like, in, in, in my car by myself, I don't use that word. Me so, neither, it's, um, it's... Exactly. So, it's just, you know, you'll never find behavior or those... or, or those type of antics uh, on any of my platforms. But, you know, but who, who knows? You know, maybe I said something about, you know, such and such player or this team was playing like pussies. And, and, and who knows? Now maybe that offends a bunch of people. It, it's 80% of it is super whack. 20% is, is warranted. Right. Let's shift to this, man, obscure athletes. I know you, you and uh, your brother were talking about it, but I want to get to – it, like you kind of, you guys kind of did it in a general sense, but I'm talking about for like a hooper sense. Like even for a hooper, who would be like an obscure hooper? Can, can we put pencil feet in that category? It's sad to say. Nah, That's nah. sad to say. I don't think I don't put him obscure because he's so outdated. That's the wrong word. He's so his era was so long ago that. You can't but Dr. Say K is not. But Dr. K is not obscure. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I guess, but it, but how many players from that era are known? Ten? You know what I mean? So well, Kareem. There's a bunch, bro. But, but I mean, if you, so if you're not in that ten or twenty guys, like 
most people aren't, don't know who Elgin Baylor is. You know what I mean? Like, I think they know Elgin Baylor over Pistol Pete. I think they I do. don't think so. You don't think so? Nate, I don't think so. I don't think so. I might be like, too ingrained in basketball to not even realize what which is which, you know? That's yeah, a, I mean, that's, like, that's, a, that's a difficulty for me. Like, do people know who Izzy Theus is? Reggie you Theus? Know, to me, the obscure is like, uh, who, who, who's a good obscure? I don't know, like, Calbert Chaney or uh, um, Fat Lever. Fat Lever is, 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 is a great one, but... I think like when, when I try to go to the obscure guys, I try to I don't I try not to go back too far. Like I stay away from like the eighties and like I try to go like late nineties, early two thousands. Dan Marley? Nah, Dan Marley's way too good, bro. Nah. Yeah. Thunder Dan? Nah. Yeah, Thunder Dan. No, but you guys said but you guys said Rod Strickland. Rod Strickland was way better than Dan Marley. I don't think I don't think looking looking at it now and Buckets was he he was thinking along the same lines as you are. I don't think Rod Strickland is actually obscure. You know, I think maybe like Vernon Maxwell is a, is a little bit more obscure. Okay. Um, okay. You know, like he was crazy. Rod, he was out of his I mind. Just think, oh, out of his mind. A, a Florida dude. I'm trying to tell you, Florida. <laughs> that's how they're coming. Like they do. You know, they 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 mow their lawn at nine o'clock at night. They bum rush the Popeyes for the spicy chicken, and they will snuff a fan. This is really bad that I don't. This is really bad that I, I I'm getting like a brain fart right now. Is Rod Strickland Brook, Brooklyn or the Bronx? Now he's the Bronx, Co-op City. Oh, okay, so we got the Bronx in Florida, man. Wow. Yo, yo, <laughs> your boogie down brethren. Hey, come on! Wow. <laughs> oh, come on, man! Unbelievable. Um, but uh, but you know, Rod Strickland, I do think he's maybe the most underrated player of all time. Yeah, he's, his finishing package was was ridiculous. Yo, Man. crazy, crazy, and and he was look at his numbers, man. And he never made an All Star game. I think he's definitely the all time All Star snub. I mean, never look at some people who have made All Stars teams, like, and you're like, man, that dude Christian Leitner made one. Christian Leitner, what a burger. <laughs> what, an absolute, what an absolute burger. And he made one. Right. That's what I'm saying. You know, now he was a big dude and guards are kind of a dime a dozen a little bit, but yo, Rod Strickland was dead nice. You know who's dead nice and never made an all star game that's better than probably a lot of guards that made one? So Mike Conley. Mike Conley is dead nice. Dead nice. Dead nice. Dead it, nice. Yo yo, could this be his year? I hope so, man. I mean, I mean, Utah is going to be in the mix. So figure out, yo, know, just scenario: All Star break and Utah is in second or third place, and Conley's giving you twenty and nine. You know, it is is is. I mean, I, I yeah, think it needs, could be a year. He needs he needs to get one. He's, he, and speaking of Utah, man, I'm really not as high on Mitchell or T- and Tatum as everybody else, man. I'm really not. I don't see it like everybody else. I don't know why. Well, what, what do you mean, Tatum? Are you just saying in general? Yeah, because those two guys came in together. You know what I mean? They were kind of co-rookies this year. You know, people look at them as franchise players, and I don't see it like everybody else. I see them as all-stars, like, like you know, making maybe making like five to seven all-star games, 
but they put the but many people put him on the level as like you know the Ben Simmons, the Donchuses, the Giannis's. Like they put the guys on that level. Out on I'm a little out on Ben Simmons, but um, I'm not but yet. Donovan Mitchell, he got two yeah, nah, crazy pulls. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. And and you see him in open runs, knocking down some jump shots. Uh oh. So so you know who knows, but um, you know with Donovan Mitchell, I, I haven't been like big on him thus far. Supposedly, supposedly with the USA team, he he's been in practice and in scrimmages. He's been out of his mind. They just lost Australia, bro. Oh no, it's it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. Don't, I mean, yo, those guys are good, bro. These guys are good basketball players on Australia. Patty Mills, Joe Angles. Oh, yeah, man. Man. yeah. I mean, play, I mean, Patty Mills. Patty Mills. Like for a guy like that, he's played in so many big moments. He's played. I, I don't know if you remember when they beat uh, when they beat the Heat. I think it was the the year after. As soon as that wrapped up. LeBron went back to Cleveland. So that must have been 2015, I guess. Well, 2015, 2016, whenever that was, when Patty Mills and Danny Green were just out of their minds for the Spurs. I mean, hitting right. everything. And right. Danny Green was more catch and shoot, and Patty Mills was more he could create a little bit. Right. Exactly. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? And so, but it's crazy now because now you throw him against someone like Donovan Mitchell, who obviously has more upside and more talent. But, you know, sometimes, man, sometimes experience is pretty big. And same goes for Joe Ingles. Like, we've been doing this, man. And a lot of these a lot of these foreign guys, they've been playing, like, pro-level basketball since they were 15, 16 years old. You look at a guy is, like Jason, is, is Jason Tatum really a better basketball player right now than Joe Ingles? Man, that's a, that's a hell of a question. I mean, I would have to look at the numbers. You're putting me on the spot. But, like, if, if you're playing one game, like, in, in the finals, like, which one of those guys do you want? I mean, Angles definitely plays better defense, right? Right. He's definitely he's definitely a better playmaker. He's a better knockdown shooter. He has better feel for basketball. He definitely has a better feel for basketball. I mean, really the only edge that you would give Tatum was the ability to get his own shot on the wing. In, in mid-range. Yeah, in mid-range. And, and you know what's crazy? Neither of them have low viability. You would think Jason Tatum would because he plays above the rim. On, but, right. You know, he, don't blow, he can't get by his man. Yeah, I mean, he's able to create shots, but, but I, I agree. You know, me and, me and my brother have this, have this, this um, ongoing theory that Kobe Bryant is sabotaging current players in the NBA. Well, I mean, yeah, he's on that. He's definitely on that 90s picture spots, mid-range, Paul Pierce, Kobe thing, for sure. I mean, he, he, he just got off a full summer with Kobe, and it was bad. You know what I mean? It was real bad. Giannis is the only guy that's worked out with Kobe and has, like, come out and really done work, and that's because he's seven foot and is out of the movie Space Jam, you know? Like, right. Kyrie has, has done a lot with Kobe and this past season, and, and I hate it because I love Kyrie, but, I mean, man, you, you look at that last Celtic season and it was like, what is going on here, especially in the playoffs? So, yeah. uh, I, you, know, you know, I think, I think Kobe, I do, and I don't want to get too off topic here, but I do think that Kobe is 
number one, I think he's petty as hell, even with the little shit that him and Shaq got going on now. But I saw that interview. It was a great interview last night, though, that I watched. Yeah, for sure. You've got you to gotta watch that on YouTube. I, um, yeah, I only saw bits and pieces of it. I'm definitely going to watch the whole thing. With, yeah. um, with Kobe, I just think he's jealous. I just think he – and the thing is, like, I respect the shit out of him as far as what he did on the court, but I just think that – He's the type of dude. He's just like a sneaky kind of manipulate. I I don't know, man. He he seems like when you take superstars, and I'm just coming off the top of my head, and I know people are gonna hate me for this because there's so many Kobe stands out there, and this is coming from a dude who Kobe's last game when he had 60. Yo, me and my brother were in the living room doing cartwheels. It was so exciting. Like I'm a fan of a lot of what Kobe's done on the court, but he seems like one of the absolute worst teammates of all time, like terrible, a terrible teammate. And, and uh, you know, people, that's why it's crazy when people are like, oh, LeBron this and LeBron that. Kobe was a terrible teammate. Kobe, Kobe told Smush Parker not to speak. Combo's quite a lot, by the way. Basketball. Combo's quite a lot. Smush. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yo, Smush was, Smush was doing his thing back then. Fuck out of here. Smush was, Smush was. Talent-wise, was an above, above, above average NBA player. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. You yeah. know what I mean? So it was like, and and I don't know how Smush, I don't know Smush personally, and I don't, you know, I don't know how he feels about Kobe in 2019. But yeah, Smush is cool, cool too. I, I don't know why you have a problem with quiet, cool dude. That's, I don't know what, yeah. Just think, I mean, you've seen clips of him yelling at people in practice and, and you know, this and that and blah, blah, blah. He's threatened to leave after um, Shaq left, and they, they 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 were starting to lose talent, and he threatened to leave. And people were like, "Oh, he was so loyal. He stayed on the Lakers." Man, he demanded that they bring people in, and they did. And then for the last three or four years of his career, he was OD overpaid, and completely didn't help develop any of the young talent. Like no one liked it. It, it just Terrible teammate, man. So this, is, so, this is what, so this is what was said, though, which I don't think was that bad, but I agree with you with a lot of what you're saying about Kobe. But this comment kind of twofold. He said that they asked him, what if Shaq had his work ethic? And he basically said he would have been the greatest player ever. We would have had 12 championships. That goes both ways, though, because, you know, I actually had a dude on my show who talked about this. Um, part of genetics is not only how athletic you are, it's also – how long and how how long you could work hard for? Like what a lot of what a lot of what Kobe does would be serious overtraining for other players. Like Shaq might Shaq would, on that size if he would have worked out like Kobe, he, I don't know if he would have been able to play basketball. But on the other side of it, he's giving Shaq a compliment. Like basically, like if you did your due diligence, you'd have been the greatest player ever. I you know I don't really look at it that way because you could so easily say oh, Shaq's work ethic was crazy. You know what I mean? Like, like you could just completely, you know, divert things and just be like, yo. And, and the thing is, like, as someone who you played with, as like, he, he knew how that was going to come off. It's like a little, it's like a backhanded compliment. You know, it's like, um, yeah, you know, if he did, then he would have been this and this and this. Instead of saying, yo, Shaq is the best big dude of all time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, his work ethic his work ethic was exactly where it needed to be. You know, now he ran into a couple of injuries and things like that. A lot of us can relate to it as pro athletes. But, man, Shaq was an absolute force of nature. So, so is, that a case yeah. of, is that a case of keeping a real gun wrong? 
what Kobe said? I think it's a case of being petty. I, th- I think it's being petty gone wrong. Like, okay. that's what I mean. I, you know, I think he's like, ah, yeah, I just, the way he moves has always been funny style to me. Always. Honestly, when he was young and, like, everybody was on it, I definitely wasn't on it like everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, Dang, you're right. The way, he moved, the, way, the way he moved was a little crazy. Now, I did, like, the interview yesterday, and I do obviously appreciate him at that time. There it is. There it is. There it is. Episode 92 is in the books. Big shouts to Foamy for joining in. We appreciate you. Let me know how you feel about this episode right on the comment section of your Apple Podcast app. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Be on the lookout for episode 93. Combo out.